Hi everyone, welcome to Bulletproof Women. I'm your host Gwen. Before I begin, I'd like to sincerely apologize for this extremely late episode post. Since November last year until very recently, I've had absolutely no time to sit in my tiny little makeshift recording studio and find a few hours to record, upload and edit all the content. I have two small kids who take up all of my time, an event planning business and up until very recently, I had a full-time job as well. So my hands were more than full and unfortunately, my precious little podcast did take a back seat for the past few months. Then, unfortunately, for us all, we are living through the worst pandemic breakout since the Spanish flu in 1919. Hundred years later, another flu virus, the COVID-19, is now crippling our countries, economies, jobs, families, and our lives. I was recently one among the million people to lose their employment in Canada due to the havoc this coronavirus has wreaked on everyone. So there is no time like the present to begin sharing some positivity out there. To remind everyone that no matter what, we are strong and we can get through this if we all do our part. Now that I have some time on my hands, from here on I will try to be more regular in posting episodes. I've got some amazing women that I'd love to interview and get their stories out to you. But for now, we'll get back to episode 3. Why English? Have you heard of the butterfly effect? Not the movie or the song, but the actual theory. Wikipedia has a short paragraph of long words. In essence, the butterfly effect explains that small actions today can have a phenomenal effect tomorrow. What if you knew what effect a small decision you made today would have 25 years from now? How many times in our lives have we made decisions based on social norms, society's pressure, or simply because it was convenient? What we may wonder are the final outcomes of those decisions in a few decades from today. Do any of us think about this? I know I don't as often as I should. Today, I'd like to dedicate this episode to a wonderful woman in my life as a tribute to all her struggles and extraordinary life experiences. This story is an excellent example of how the seemingly small decision she made was still so difficult and yet had an amazing butterfly effect for her future generations. This is the story told by my very own mother-in-law, Nena. Nena came into my life as my mother-in-law in 2010 when I got married to my wonderful husband, her son, Hiten. But she was a strong support for me for many years before that, when her son and I started dating. We come from completely different cultures, religions, and basic upbringing. We even speak completely different languages. 
Yet Nana welcomed me to her family with open arms and deepest affection. She is an extraordinary example of the capacity of love and strength that a woman has as a mother. Even with our patchy communication, Nana has shared so many mind-blowing experiences that she's had to endure in her younger years. But the one that stuck with me the most is what I have asked her to share with everyone today. She will be relating her story to us in Hindi, but with a little help, I've been able to accurately translate her words for us today. So without any further delay, here is a true life experience of Nena. Hello mummy. Uh pehli baat thank you mere mere liye ye interview kar rahi hai. So thank you. Um तो पहले चीज आप बताओ अब ये बारे में सबको क्यों अग्री सबको बताने के लिए क्यों अग्री किया ये एक्सपीरियंस पर क्योंकि लाइफ में पढ़ाई ही सब कुछ है जो हमारे पास नहीं है उसके लिए हमें बहुत गिल्टी फील हो रहा है आज मेरे बच्चे आगे वो सोच के मुझे ज्यादा खुशी मिल रही है इसलिए सबको बताना चाहिए कि खुद का निर्णय खुद करो और सही निर्णय करो दूसरे की मत सुनो I begin by thanking my mother-in-law for taking the time to record this episode for me. And my first question to her was, why did she agree to tell this story to everyone today? Why this story? Of course, I insisted on it, but why did she agree to it? Because in life, education is everything. That's one thing I didn't complete. and i feel guilty about this till today knowing that at least my children are ahead in life gives me a measure of peace and happiness that's why i want to tell others take responsibility to make your own decisions in life and make good decisions but don't listen to others who don't support you Growing up in a suburb of Mumbai in India, Nana is the eldest of four children in her family, with two younger brothers and one younger sister. At an early age, she understood the discrimination that society handed her on a silver platter just for being a girl. Me Mumbai se hoon. मैं मलाड में मलाड में रहती थी मेरे मम्मी पापा के साथ हम चार भाई बहन हैं तीन दो बहनें दो भाई मैं सबसे बड़ी हूँ मेरे छोटी मेरी बहन है उसके बाद मेरे छोटे दो भाई थे और मैं गुजराती मीडियम से एस एस सी पढ़ी है मेरी बहन भी गुजराती मीडियम से एस एस सी पढ़ी है हम लोग गुजराती मीडियम में पढ़े I'm from Mumbai. I used to live in the suburb of Malad with my mom and dad, my two younger brothers and my younger sister. I was the eldest, and when we were younger, my brother, sister and I studied in the Gujarati medium until the 10th grade only. In India, the 10th grade is referred to as the SSC year. which stands for the secondary school certificate year 
जब मेरे पापा मेरे सबसे छोटे भाई का एडमिशन लेने गए तो उनमें जगह नहीं था तो इंग्लिश में एडमिशन लेके आ गए तो फिर क्या फिर जो मेरा बड़ा भाई था वो सेकंड स्टैंडर्ड में था तो वो पढ़ने में बहुत होशियार था हमेशा फर्स्ट रैंक आता था तो मेरी माँ ने बोला कि दो भाई में लड़ाई होगी कि इसको इंग्लिश में डाला मुझे गुजराती में डाला तो उसको सेकंड स्टैंडर्ड से उठा के डायरेक्ट फर्स्ट स्टैंडर्ड में इंग्लिश में एडमिशन लिया When it was time for my youngest brother to start school my father went to apply for his enrollment as usual in our Gujarati school along with the three of us but at that time there wasn't any space in the school to accept him so my father decided to get him admitted in an English speaking school since our Gujarati school refused to take him in now at this time my other brother who was already in school with me was in the second grade he was really smart and always ranked first in class in all his class tests my mom that then said that if we were to put my young the younger son in english school and the elder son in gujarati school they will end up fighting so with this in mind they withdrew my brother from the second grade from my school and got him into the first grade with my youngest brother in the english school Nana's parents obviously cared for all their children. They did make sure they all went to school. But a son's current and future requirements were always placed before the daughter's. So when the option to admit their children into an English-speaking school came up, the boys were given preference. They needed to make sure that both the sons were equally equipped to deal with the world and both sons were on the same level playing field. I asked my mother-in-law, "How come her mother didn't think that you girls would be upset about being left behind in the Gujarati school while her brothers were in the English school?" She explained that in those days, no one thought much about the daughter's education needs. To her parents and by extension society, learning English wasn't required at all for girls. Simply having the ability to read and write in Gujarati would suffice. Furthermore, by the time this decision was taken for her brothers, she herself was already in grade 4 or 5, so changing her education now wouldn't help. Being a daughter and having the responsibility to set an example to her younger siblings, Nena was forced to stay silent and accept the place she was given. But fired with the indignation on the hand she was dealt, Nana always voiced her opinions and feelings about being treated differently from her two brothers. They were surrounded by people who underestimated the importance of educating girls. With the social fear drilled into her parents of daughters in the family going astray from values and traditions, Nana's wishes to learn English along with her brothers was discouraged and her passion to move ahead in life was snubbed. मेरा भाई इंग्लिश में पढ़ता था तो उसको भी रीडिंग करने का बहुत शौक था और मुझे भी रीडिंग करने का बहुत शौक था तो मेरा भाई सब बुक्स लेके आता था स्टोरी बुक्स वगैरह 
तो देख के मुझे बहुत गिल्टी फील हो रहा था कि ये तो हमारे कीड़े मकोड़े सामान है ये बुक तो हमारे लिए क्योंकि हम पढ़ तो नहीं सकते हैं यही सोच से मुझे बहुत तकलीफ हो रहा था वन माई ब्रदर्स वर स्टार्टिंग दे लव टू रीड आई लव टू रीड टू सो वन माई ब्रदर यूज टू ब्रिंग हिज स्टोरी बुक्स होम I used to feel so guilty or miserable that I cannot read a single word of those story books because it was in English. I used to feel like this was a small torment to me because I loved to read so much and I couldn't read a single word. So thinking about this all the time it troubled me a lot. I asked her if she ever voiced her feelings to her parents about not being given the same level of education as her brother and not being able to read and study English with him. ये बात घर में कभी कभी बोल दिया था कि हम मैं नहीं पढ़ सकती है मैं इतनी दुख मतलब बहुत सैड हूँ कि आप नहीं पढ़ सकते घर में बता रही थी हाँ मैं मेरी मम्मी को बता रही थी कि बहुत दुख हो रहा है मम्मी देख तूने हमको क्यों इंग्लिश में नहीं डाला हमें बहुत गिल्टी फील हो रहा है मैं नहीं पढ़ सकती है और क्या कर सकते है लेकिन मैं गुजराती बुक बहुत ला पढ़ती थी मुझे पढ़ने का तो इतना शौक था होम But as always life moves on and so did Nana's at the young age of 22 she was married via arranged marriage to Raju a man she had never met from a respectable family in the big city of Mumbai Meri shaadi 22 saal ki umar mein hui tab tak main ghar kaam ke liye serious nahi thi क्योंकि माँ बाप का भी प्रेशर नहीं दिया कि तुम्हें करना है तुम्हें शादी करके दूसरे घर जाना है हमेशा मेरे डैडी ऐसे बोलते हैं ससुराल जाएगी तो सीख जाएगी टॉर्चर मत करो आई वॉज ट्वेंटी टू ईयर्स ओल्ड वेन आई गॉट मैरिड बट अनटिल देन आई हैड नेवर टेक इन एनी इंटरेस्ट इन लर्निंग टू रन हाउस होल्ड माई पेरेंट्स नेवर फोर्स मी टू टेक ऑन टू मेनी रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटीज इन द हाउस और पेस्ट मी बाई सेंग दैट आई नीड टू लर्न ऑल दिस फॉर वेन आई गेट मैरिड एंड लीव द हाउस My father would always say that when I get married and move to my in-laws house I would learn everything in that time. So there's no need to torture me now with responsibilities. Her new husband Raju was the eldest son in his family of 6 siblings. He like his father had taken on the family business of being a goldsmith by trading and working with gold. So Nena was now thrust into this new world of being a wife, daughter-in-law and eldest sister-in-law to Raju's five younger siblings, some of whom were children themselves. Life was going to get tougher than she could ever have imagined. She may not have known it then, but Raju would end up being the only person that ever supported her in her decisions within the family. बहुत बड़ी फैमिली थी मेरे हस्बैंड के पांच भाई थे मैं सबसे बड़ी थी एक बहन थी 
When I got married, my husband's family was very big. He had four younger brothers and one younger sister, as well as his mother and father living in the home with us. He was the eldest, and so I was now the eldest daughter-in-law. As his brothers all grew older and got married, the number of people in the house reached 12, including the young children. I suddenly had a lot of responsibility on my shoulders. Now maybe I should stop here and clarify a little on the type of family dynamic that Nena was going into after getting married. In those days, and still today in most cases in India, when a girl gets married, she is expected to leave the house where she grew up and live with her husband and in-laws. While when a boy gets married, he never has to leave home. He gets married and brings his wife to live with him and his parents, eventually taking over the responsibility of earning and running the house. So, the more number of sons in a family, the more number of people or wives are now brought into the family through marriage and live together in what is widely known as a joint family. This may not seem important now, but we will later understand how living in this dynamic makes everything more complicated. So now, Nena's role went from being a daughter who could do whatever she wanted to being a wife, daughter-in-law, eldest sister-in-law and caretaker for her in-laws and the young children in the family. Understandably, this was quite a dramatic change for her. The washing machine, dishwasher. उस टाइम तो कहाँ था कुछ नहीं था सब काम आते चार भाई टिफिन लेके जाते थे सुबह में दस बजे पच्चीस रोटी बना के टिफिन रेडी रखना चाहिए छोटे छोटे बच्चे बहुत जिंदगी में स्ट्रगल किया और कपड़ा को धोने के लिए क्या क्या कपड़ा धोने के लिए इतना आदमी था तो रोज का पांच बाल्टी कपड़ा होता था तो काम वाली तीन बाल्टी दो बाल्टी धोके जाती थी तीन बाल्टी मुझे धोना पड़ता था हाथ से हाथ से क्योंकि काम वाली कोई नहीं टिकती थी पांच बाल्टी कपड़ा दे गए तो सब भाग जाते थे देयर वाज अ लॉट ऑफ हार्ड वर्क एट होम नाउ आई हैड टू लर्न टू कुक फूड फॉर एवरीवन आई हैड टू डू ऑल द हाउस वर्क बाय हैंड It was very hard in those days. We didn't have any electronics in those days. I had to keep everyone's tiffin ready in the morning by making 25 rotis, handmade flatbreads, every morning by 10 a.m. and get the younger ones ready for school and then cook lunch and snacks and dinner. We had no electrical appliances at home, so we did everything by hand. Every day, we would accumulate five buckets of clothes that needed to be washed by hand. We had a lady who would come and help us with the household cleaning, but she would only wash two buckets and I would have to wash the rest myself. By hand. We had so much work at home that even if we hired help to wash five buckets, they would all run away from the house and only do half the work and then leave because there was just so much work that had to be done.
Over time and through several family trials, Raju and Nana's own little family grew. They were blessed with four healthy children over a span of eight years, three girls and one boy. The family business grew in wealth and prosperity and everything seemed to be getting substantially easier. But at a time when society's expectations dictated a woman's life choices, Nena now had a new choice and challenge to face, educating her children. एक तो मेरे दिल के अंदर गिल्टी था कि मुझे इंग्लिश नहीं आ रहा है इंग्लिश नहीं आ रहा है फिर मेरे पहले मेरी बेटी हो गई मेरी तीन बेटी पहले लास्ट में मेरा बेटा है तो मेरी बेटी हो गई तो उसका एडमिशन का टाइम आया तो मैं यही सोचती थी कि आज मेरे घर में लाइट भी लाता है तो इंग्लिश में आता है कुछ भी मेंटेनेंस भी लाता है तो इंग्लिश में आता है तो मुझे ट्रांसलेशन नहीं आता है इतना तो मुझे किसी के पास दिखाने जाना पड़ता है कि देखो तो क्या लिखा है जरा पढ़ के बताओ तो क्या लिखा है तो वही चीज से मुझे बहुत गिल्टी फील हो रहा था There was always this perpetual guilt or we can say regret in my heart that I don't know how to read English. Then my first daughter was born. After that I had two more daughters and my last child is a son. Then when it was time to take them to school to enroll them for my daughter, I would always think when something as simple as the electricity bill or maintenance bill would arrive in my home, it was in English. and i would have to take our bill to someone else maybe my neighbor or a family friend just to translate it and read it to me and understand what was written on it and this used to make me feel very bad phir meri beti ko jab admission ka time aaya to mere ek hi baat thi mere dil ke andar ke meri beti jayegi to english medium mein hi jayegi gujarati mein nahi jayegi उस टाइम उसका एडमिशन के लिए भी डोनेशन देने के लिए भी मेरे पास पैसा नहीं था लेकिन मेरी एक एक मेरी बाजू बहुत स्ट्रॉन्ग थी वो था मेरा हस्बैंड सो व्हेन इट वाज टाइम फॉर माय फर्स्ट डॉटर टू बी एनरोल्ड इन स्कूल आई वाज डिटरमिंड इन माय हार्ट टू हैव हर एनरोल्ड इन एन इंग्लिश स्पीकिंग स्कूल एंड नॉट अ गुजराती स्कूल इन दोस डेज टू एनरोल योर चाइल्ड इन स्कूल यू नीडेड टू गिव अ डोनेशन टू द स्कूल एज अ प्राइस फॉर एनरोलमेंट I didn't even have that money with us but the one person who was a strong support for me at that time was my husband ghar mein paisa nahi tha joint family tha sab struggle tha lekin mere husband meri support pura tha ki koi problem nahi hai kahin se bhi udhar leke bhi beti ko english mein dala डोनेशन का पैसा नहीं था तो उधार लेके बेटी को इंग्लिश में डाला धीरे धीरे पैसा दे दिया लेकिन आज मेरी बेटी कहाँ है उसके सामने वो कुछ नहीं है जो डोनेशन का पैसा डाला वो वी हैड अ लॉट ऑफ स्ट्रगल्स एट दैट टाइम वी डिडेंट हैव मनी वी वर अ जॉइंट फैमिली इट वॉज वेरी डिफिकल्ट बट माई हजबेंड सपोर्ट फॉर माई डिसीजन वॉज ऑलवेज देर ही सेड No problem. We will take a loan if we have to to make a donation and make sure that she goes to an English school. So we paid it back slowly over time. And looking back now, where my daughters are today, that donation money was nothing compared to them today.
Imagine this. Your kids went to school and they studied. They chose their line of education. An action we all take for granted today with our kids. You would think that the choice of where your children went to kindergarten or grade 1, grade 2 and so on is yours and yours alone. Right? Well, not for Nana. When she decided to enroll her children in an English speaking school, you wouldn't believe the places and people from where all the bullying, scorn, criticism and endless discouragement came. फिर सब आड़ोसी आजूबाजू वाले और रिलेटिव सब घर पे आके मेरी सास मेरी सास को बोल के जाते थे कि क्यों बच्ची को इंग्लिश में डाला तुमको जॉब करने भेजना है पैसा नहीं है तो भी क्यों बच्ची को इंग्लिश में डाला हर जगह से टॉर्चर हो रहा था घर में बहुत झगड़ा हो रहा था एक महीना तक सब चला Soon, slowly, the family members, neighbors, and distant relatives—everyone we knew—would come home or call home and speak to my mother-in-law and tell her that why did you put your young girls in English school? Do you expect her to go and get a job, as opposed to being a homemaker and take care of the family? Even when you don't have money, why do you want to enroll her in an English school? We would. tortured about this from every angle and everyone we knew there were regular fights within the family about this because they would tell my mother-in-law and we would fight at home for a full month this crazy drama went on at home i asked her that when everyone went with this reprimand to her mother-in-law would she never support you Would she instead choose to side with the naysayers and fight with you? जब ये लोग आपकी सास के साथ बात कर रही थी तो वो आपके साथ झगड़ा कर रही थी वो आपको सपोर्ट नहीं करती थी नहीं सपोर्ट नहीं करती थी तभी मैं भी बोलती थी कि तुम लोग कौन बोलने वाले हो तो तुम लोग तुम्हारा खुद का बिल भी बाजू में बताने को जाते हो तो मेरी बेटी को जॉब करना है नहीं करना है वो मुझे नहीं मालूम है लेकिन खुद का किसी के पास नहीं जाना है कि ये पढ़ के दो ना जरा नो शी वुड नेवर सपोर्ट मी शी वुड फाइट विद मी देन आई यूज टू फाइट बैक एंड से हु आर यू टू कम एंड टेल मी वेयर माय डॉटर स्टडीज यू योरसेल्व्स नीड टू टेक योर हाउस बिल्स टू योर नेबर्स एंड रीड फॉर यू सो वेदर माय डॉटर टेक्स अप अ जॉब और नॉट इज नॉट माय कंसर्न नाउ but at least i know she will never need to beg someone else or rely on someone else for a simple thing like reading her house bills finally the worst of it happened when her second daughter rashmi began showing bizarre signs of stress that were affecting her health and stability at the tender age of 11 years old well पहली बेटी को इंग्लिश में डाला तो घर में बहुत सारा तूफान आया लेकिन फिर मुझे दूसरी भी बेटी हो गई तो फिर उस टाइम कोई तकलीफ नहीं हुआ क्योंकि एक दफे फाइट कर लिया तो फिनिश हो गया है पहली इंग्लिश में पढ़ती तो अभी दूसरी भी जाएगी ने सो आफ्टर माय फर्स्ट डॉटर रीना वेंट टू इंग्लिश स्कूल देयर वाज दिस बिग स्टॉर्म इन द हाउस and then when my second daughter rashmi had to go to school no one raised it again 
this matter was closed now. Everyone fought with us and everyone lost. They knew that we wouldn't listen to anyone and we would end up keeping our daughters in an English school. I asked my mother-in-law what happened specifically to Rashmi after she started studying in English as well. So, mommy, abhi batao ki jab Rashmi 11 years thi to kya ho gayi uske sath? Us usko stress ki wajah se wo behosh ho jati thi. Ek ek ghanta behoshi mein rehti thi. Phir sab kitne doctor ko dikhaya, kitne doctor ko dikhaya. 21 din tak treatment kiya. Sab IQ test nikala to doctor bolta hai ki aap log Gujarati hai, ghar ka mahol Gujarati hai. Rashmi became very ill because of stress. We were told that due to stress, she was fainting regularly and she sometimes used to stay unconscious for over an hour. So we took her to see so many doctors at that time. She went on so many treatments, 21 day treatments, IQ tests, everything. That's finally when even the doctors came back and told us that all of you speak Gujarati in the family and at home and she's studying in English in school. So this is the reason that she can't handle the stress and she's fainting. The solution is to remove her from the English school and put her in Gujarati school. We all turn to doctors for expert advice when we are the most helpless and desperate to be saved. That was the point Nena had reached to try to figure out what was wrong with her daughter. But even the doctors in the community were now saying the same thing and Nena felt like everyone she interacted with, known or unknown, seemed to try to break her resolve to educate her girls in English. After all this pressure, did she finally break? I said no. This will never happen. If this ailment is because of stress, I will not put any undue pressure on her to get top ranks in class or anything like that. At most, what will happen? She will fail every year? That's not a problem for me. If she can at least manage to stay in school till she's 15 years old, then I will remove her from school and she can learn any other course or trade that will help her survive. But at least she will learn how to speak, read and write in English for herself if she stays in an English school. मेरी बेटी की तो एक महीने में बीमारी ठीक हो गई लेकिन उसके बाद एक साल वो फेल हो गई वो साल के बाद वो हर साल एक फोर्थ स्टैंडर्ड में थी उसमें फेल हो गई फिर फिफ्थ स्टैंडर्ड से हर साल मेरी बेटी सेकंड रैंक लाती थी वन मंथ लेटर शी सीम टू बी क्योर्ड ऑफ व्हाटएवर दिस स्ट्रेस रिलेटेड प्रॉब्लम वाज but because of all this happening throughout the year, she did fail and was held back for one year in the fourth grade. But then from that year on, every single year till she finished school, she began to excel better and better and always ranking second.
Today, Nana's three daughters are just as strong as her son. Because of her steadfastness and sacrifice in the face of all that discouragement over three decades ago, they are strong, educated, and independent women who are able to stand shoulder to shoulder with their husbands at home and male colleagues at work. आज मैं आज मैंने ये डिसीजन लिया बच्चे को इंग्लिश में पढ़ाया तो आज मेरे सब बच्चे सब आगे हैं मेरी बेटी जो रस में बीमार थी वो सीए थी तीसरी बेटी तेजल है वो एमबीए है वो भी बहुत अच्छी पोस्ट पर है बड़ी वाली बेटी भी अच्छी अच्छी जॉब कर रही है मेरा बेटा भी पढ़ के आगे रश्मि जो तीन बच्चे मेरे कनाडा में है सब बच्चे मेरे आगे मुझे बहुत खुशी है मेरे बच्चे को देख के और मुझे अभी इंग्लिश तो नहीं आ रहा है तो मेरे बेटे की बेटी चार साल की है वो मुझे सिखाती है ग्रांड में ऐसे बोलना चाहिए ग्रांड में ऐसे बोलना चाहिए ये मेरी लाइफ की सबसे बड़ी खुशी है thinking back i am so proud of the decision i made for my daughters to study english my daughter rashmi who was sick with stress today she is a chartered accountant my daughter tejal is an mba holder and has a very good job and my eldest daughter also has a great job and she can support her family by herself my son is also very successful in his career three of my children are now well settled in canada all my children have gone further than i could have gone myself and i'm so happy now seeing the success of all my children today i still don't know english but my son's 4 year old daughter will try to teach me what to say by saying grandma this is how you say this or grandma this is how you say that this is one of my greatest joys in life now at a time when women were expected to bend and break under society's pressure every single day Nana made herself bulletproof and today all her children have reaped the benefits khud ka nahi nahi khud karo main sabko yahi bolti hai ki kisi ki mat suno tumhare andar ki suno aurat ek aurat ka barabar decision hai to puri family aage ho sakti hai ek aurat ka decision barabar nahi hai to pura family piche chala jata hai aaj mera ek sahi decision hai to hamare paanch भाइयों के फैमिली के सबके बच्चे आगे हैं और सब लाइफ एंजॉय करके जी रहे देख के हमें खुशी मिलती है योर लाइफ योर डिसीजंस लिसन टू योर हार्ट डोंट लिसन टू अदर्स हु वांट टू ब्रिंग यू डाउन इफ अ वुमन मेक्स द राइट डिसीजन देन द एंटायर फैमिली विल टेक अ लीप फॉरवर्ड इफ द वुमन्स डिसीजन इजंट राइट देन द एंटायर फैमिली कैन फेस द कंसीक्वेंसेस बिकॉज़ ऑफ माय डिसीजन ऑन एजुकेशन बैक देन All the children born in our family went to an English school and all of them are ahead in life as well. Seeing everyone enjoy the life they are living is the best and happiest reward for me today. I finally asked her, what does being bulletproof mean to her? Bulletproof women ko aapko kya samajhte hai mummy? Strong decision, jo bhi decision lo strong ban ke lo. Bas wahi hai. Ek hi decision
I'd like to thank my wonderful mother-in-law for taking the time and effort to share this amazing life experience on something we all take for granted. I'd also like to thank my family for taking the time to help me accurately translate this episode. If you have any questions for Nena, you can email them to bulletproofwomenpodcast@gmail.com. Take care everyone. Stay strong, stay safe, and remember, you are bulletproof too.